What's up, QAA listeners? The fun games have begun. I found a way to connect to the internet. I'm sorry, boy. Welcome, listener, to the 99th premium chapter of the QAnon Anonymous podcast, the Undercover at the MAGAWake in Phoenix, Arizona episode. As always, we are your hosts, Jake Rokotansky, Julian Fields, and Travis View. It's November 4th, the day after the presidential election. Results are uncertain. Conspiracy theories flare up as Donald Trump takes to social media to make a set of hilariously false claims about voter fraud occurring in multiple swing states. At 1.42 p.m., Travis sends Jake and I a message. Boys, who's down for meeting me in Arizona tomorrow? It's accompanied by a tweet from Brian Mache for Arizona Governor 2022 that says, Massive Trump rally and protest of Arizona election fraud. Tomorrow, 11-5 at the state capitol at 3 p.m. Be prepared in case BLM slash Antifa show up. Share this everywhere. Brian Mache is a 42-year-old nurse and ex-member of the U.S. Air Force Security Forces who got famous for having sextuplets and starring on the WTV reality show Raising Sextuplets in the late noughts. He was also arrested in 2012 after he confronted his wife about the affair she was having one night in his father-in-law's home and subsequently started loading the kids into the van with some guns. His father-in-law called 911 twice. According to the report, quote, when police got to the scene, Mache told officers he, quote, didn't do anything. When they tried to take him into custody, he, quote, locked and held his arms in front of his body in a manner to prevent them from being secured. He was charged with resisting arrest, disorderly conduct, and threatening domestic violence. He can be seen grinning in his mugshot. His marriage dissolved soon after. Before the big mess, at the height of his fame, Brian told reporters he wanted to run for Senate or U.S. Congress, but in Florida. Now he's a member of the Arizona Patriot Party and plans to run for governor in 2022. The mother presumably won custody of the sextuplets. After reading the tweet, I'm not entirely sure whether Travis is serious about wanting to go to the event until he sends us this message a few minutes later. A QAnon gubernatorial candidate is organizing a protest with Guy Fox masks and Sharpies. Why wouldn't I go? Jake quickly uses his beautiful dog Teddy as an excuse to stay behind. I spit between my shoes in contempt for him and contemplate the two five-hour drives ahead. I wouldn't be driving down with my friends Travis or Jake like last time. Instead, I'd have to set out Thursday morning, once again peering down the endless dusty barrel of the I-10 East. Arizona. Again. But the vote counting is a mess. Staying home and attempting to loosely follow it through mainstream media is tedious and awful. So I say yes. Thursday, August 5th, 2020, two days after the presidential election. The drive is relatively uneventful. The novelty is worn off, and my back hurts for most of the way. I learn how to use cruise control, and that helps the aching. I forget my wallet in LA like an idiot. Thank God I set up phone payments recently. I've identified... (laughs) Oh my God. Loser, right off the bat. Also, not an American citizen driving cross-country without a license. (laughs) God damn it. Mm, What? That's that's, a... That's and a, back and back. That's not trips. an official statement. There's this is no a, fact there. This is You're almost claiming this. Almost as bad as the time you put your uh, your weed vape in the um, in the TS, t- t- TSA bin. I did not a, do that either. To prove a point to me that you wouldn't get caught doing it. This is incredible. You're interrupting this beautiful episode I prepared for you to accuse me of various drug-related Two offenses. Two crimes. Which I have not been proven, and I'll have my day in court if it comes to that. But I hope I, I don't have to. Are you going to keep doing this? Hijacking the public airwaves to accuse me? 
I identify a costume store in Phoenix to get masks. Travis, who's always arriving early to things, picks the guy Fox mask up on his way into the city. I chug shitty Starbucks espresso on the outskirts of town. I'm so late that Travis has already realized the rally by Mache was a bust. A crowd has begun forming outside the Phoenix voting office instead. As I pull up, I realize it's the Maricopa County office, which had been swamped the night before by a massive crowd, many of them armed, filling the parking lot where the vote counters' cars were. Uh, you have protesters outside. Okay. Uh, it's obviously going to be something that the people okay, counting so have to worry about when they go home. Take it. What do you have? Let's start here. I mean, these people parked in that parking lot. Mm -hmm. uh, how are they going to get get the cars out of there? That the number one when they when they finish this count, we don't know how they're going to leave. We frankly, as we look at some of the officers heading out that way to try to figure out what to do as law enforcement with this large crowd. And I should add that this is a crowd that is armed. There are a number of people out there who have been seen with long guns, with automatic, uh, semi-automatic rifles, because this is an open carry state. So uh, there are a lot of security concerns. Plus, so, so Kyung, are they leaving? Are they, are um, they, are mm -hmm. Kyung, are they leaving now because of the risk, or is it closing time? And what does it mean about beginning the count again tomorrow from that location? From what I can sort of piece together, because this was happening in the very uh, you know few moments right before uh, I joined you here, um, this this work is going to continue. The at, at uh, you know again 20 minutes from now, we are expecting the numbers to be released on time via press release, and everything is running smoothly on that end. The the work here isn't stopping. There are no problems inside. The problems are happening outside, and just trying to keep things under control so that this work can continue. Today, the scene is more tame. There are no cars in the parking lot where the protesters are gathered. A fence creates a passage from the voting office to another parking lot in the back. The whole thing is guarded over by Arizona State Police. The gathering in the parking lot is surrounded by massive electric utility structures, a couple of square blocks full of them. Ominous steel structures humming with bad energy. As I walk up to the protest, the sun is setting on the horizon and blinding rays of light pierce through the gathering. People are mostly immobile, hushed, and listening to Trump's press conference over a loudspeaker. Postmarks or any identification whatsoever. So you don't have postmarks, you don't have identification. There have been a number of disturbing irregularities across the nation. Our campaign has been denied access to observe. Any counting in Detroit. Detroit is another place. And... Uh, the crowd is like a who's who of right-wing factions. In the 150-some-odd people, I spot Boogaloo boys in their Hawaiian shirts, armed militiamen, sovereign citizen-style libertarians, also sometimes armed, InfoWars fans sporting gear, QAnon followers, Save the Children people, and of course your garden-variety MAGA supporters in full pro-Trump gear. You could grab flags from plastic containers for free, taking your pick between the US flag, the black and blue pro-police variants, the Gadsden flag in bright yellow proclaiming don't tread on me, the Israeli flag, and lots of MAGA and Trump 2020 flags. Pro-Trump student organization Turning Point USA was also present with a stand. Charlie Kirk had tweeted about a 10 a.m. gathering in this very same spot the next morning. People in the crowd are excited that he's showing up. MAGA merch sellers also line the event with t-shirts, hats, flags, and even hand-painted portraits of Donald Trump available. What unites this disparate mass, I realize, is their love for Jesus Christ, God, the United States, and Donald Trump. Soon the crowd breaks into a chant. No, 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 no,
No Pedro Joe. That's right. What do we want? We want Trump 2020. That's what we want, Trump 2020. Surprisingly, the first person to take stage in my presence is the Q Shaman, who never seems to miss a good party in the state of Arizona, or elsewhere for that matter. If it's warm enough to take off your shirt, he'll probably show up and participate joyfully. Open mic. Oh, I'll take it one more time. Let me see. One more time. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, one thing I'd like to say is this. Regardless of the illusions that the media would like to paint, the, the, the uh, lies that what we're doing is ineffective, that we are quote-unquote violent, you know, all of this is black magic, ladies and gentlemen. And if you really look into the elite and what they're into, they are into black magic. They are into things like the dark side of the occult, Aleister Crowley. If you look into people like Jimmy Savile and their ties to the queen, you look into people like John Podesta and his spirit cooking and stuff like that. You look into Hillary Clinton and the stuff that she was doing with spirit cooking and Marina Abramovic, these people are into black magic and everything that we are witnessing is the creation of illusions through the use of the media. So the media is doing something called worldview warfare. And worldview warfare is something that the Nazis were practicing in Nazi Germany. And what they do is they keep all the good secrets to themselves and they use the media and propaganda in combination with mind control frequencies to divide and conquer their populations and then gear them for warfare. Soon the shaman touches on Wayfair and the human trafficking conspiracy theory. Ladies and gentlemen, the black market and the free market are owned largely by the same people. All right? And what they do is they use companies and corporations like, say, Wayfair or Amazon or Walmart to traffic children, to traffic human beings. Have you looked into the stuff with Wayfair? You guys know what I'm talking about? Where they're selling a cabinet for $10,000 and it just so happens to have the name of a missing girl? Yeah, a unique name of all things, exactly. So. Soon, the first lib troll appears. Weirdly, he seems to be a photographer working for the press. He's gripping a DSLR and chatting with a female reporter every once in a while. Now, this is a barrel of a man, as if a longtime bodybuilder had gained a bit of extra weight. His neck is thick and meaty, and he's sporting a Pittsburgh Green Dragon t-shirt, a strapless baseball hat worn backwards, shorts, and flip-flops. The strange man lumbers towards the shaman and stands directly in front of him, staring him in the eyes menacingly. Two older MAGA supporters ask him to get out of the way, please, so they can see the speaker. He refuses to budge. So with, with, that, with all that said, you guys, with all that said, because I'm not going to keep the mic here. What's up, dude? What's up, man? Can I help you? Nope. Okay. So with all that said, you guys, we as patriots, we as people that are... You don't, you don't need to get this. Yeah. I'm not going to space. You don't have to. Just stand like standing there. Yeah, What's I the think. Are you with Antifa or what? Oh, let, let, let the guy be. If he wants to, I'm not going to be intimidated. Give me a break. Come on, look at me. Think I'm going to be intimidated? Oh, so you guys. We are taking the Republic back, and it is up to us. It is not up to the media. The meathead lingers, taking point-blank photographs of the shaman's face, then switching to anybody complaining. I can tell it's going to be a really fucked up day. Soon I realize that the central organizer of the rally is Michael Pavlock, the stepson of one of the most active pro-militia figures in the area, Jennifer Harrison, co-founder of the Arizona Patriot Party. Pavlock Jr. and other organizing figures seem locked in a struggle with the media narrative. The night prior, they had called him a radical, and he had been banned from Facebook for promoting Sharpiegate. Today, 
he's clearly keen on flipping that dynamic. Make some noise if you guys have done anything to cause any harm to this building or anybody inside of it. Thank you. I see no hands. I see no. Uh, I see no hands, and I hear no voices. Thank you very much. So uh, let that be our official narrative that we are a peaceful protest. All we're trying to do is exercise our right to freedom of speech, our right to assembly. We have abided by the, the rules of staying in our corner, of staying a, a, on our side of the barrier, our freedom of speech zone, as they like to call it. This is a peaceful assembly. We are not going to get violent at all, no matter what comes our way, no matter what happens. All we're going to do is stand here until we get the answers that these American people deserve under the United States Constitution. Thank you. Thank you. So keep in mind, he's wearing a cowboy hat, a plate carrier and black rimmed glasses. A young, handsome, way too put together ABC reporter quickly challenges Pavlok's definition of the free speech zone. The crowd reacts badly. Hey, for the record, free speech zone does not mean media can't be here. So you're an ass. You're an ass. You're an ass. Sorry, you have a question? No, it wasn't a question. Your statement sucks. The freedom of speech does not mean ABC sucks. You're a liar. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He's correct. They're going after the reporter. Hold on, I, I and, and because because I've already been labeled an ex- extreme, let me let me get this let me clarify for a second. It doesn't matter what side of the what side of the political spectrum you're on, poli- uh, Democrat or Republican, independent, doesn't matter. These guys have just as many rights as we do. Okay. However, yes, sir, you're right. It is your it is your right to stand here. However, however, it is. It is. If you want to, if you want to clarify with the, if you want to clarify with the authorities and with the supervisors inside, uh, the reason why all the other media, all your counterparts are on that side of the fence. The supervisors and the people that are organizing everything here have already said that your guys's area is over there and on the sidewalk, and our freedom of speech zone is supposed to be here, and that is to keep it separated so we can remain peaceful. So we're just trying to remain peaceful. We already know that you guys don't like us, and that's going to cause issues. So there you go. Thank you for calling him out. Thank you. All right. Hey, news, go home. Just making your haircut, buddy. Go home, princess. Liars, go home. The sun has disappeared over the horizon, and the hazy glow of street lamps dots the darkening blue sky. You have been listening to a sample of a premium episode of QAnon Anonymous. We don't run any advertising on the show, and we'd like to keep it that way. For five bucks a month, you'll get access to this episode, a new one each week, and our entire library of premium episodes. So head on over to patreon.com slash QAnon Anonymous and subscribe. Thank you. Thanks. I love you. Jake loves you.